Well, hello. hello. All right. Hello there. That's right. That was my best crosshair impression. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about crosshair. I so, can't even do a crosshair impression. That's pretty good. Not bad. Not bad. All right. So if you, you know, have not seen season one of The Bad Batch. You're uh, missing out. Don't yeah. watch it. Well, well, what I was going to say is if you haven't seen it and you don't have time to watch it, you want to get a crash course about it. You're in the right place because we've seen all the episodes and we can't wait to talk about it. And if you've already seen the episodes, then please join in and let's discuss your, your favorite characters, your favorite moments. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so we're going to get into that. So this is the return to the Bad Batch season one. Uh, I'm Kerwin. This is Keith. We're Father Son hey. Galaxy. All right. Good to have you here. OK, so. Um, the Bad Batch, let me, let me start off by saying that The Bad Batch is uh, very important and meaningful for our podcast because we started our podcast March of 2021. And our fifth episode was the food episode. And our seventh episode was The Bad Batch. Yeah, it was The Bad Batch. Yes, yeah, it was but the first. But our fourth episode was the very first time we thought we, uh, we heard about The Bad Batch. That was when we first gave our introduction to them. Basically, a wrap up of the story arc of the Clone Wars and what we expected to see in the in the first season. Some of our predictions came true. Some of them didn't. Most but, of them. <laughs> most of them did not. Yeah. But here we are doing the same thing once again. Right. Yeah. So this was the first series that we actually reviewed all sixteen episodes. So if you want to go back and watch our episodes, they are available on our YouTube channel. Or you can go to your favorite streaming platform to listen to the episodes. All right. So I want to start with talking about. It was our first television show review. I want to talk about our first three, uh, first three characters uh, of the Bad Batch. Three characters of the Bad Batch. Hunter, Crosshair, and Echo. Wait, Hunter, Crosshair, and Echo. Right. And I want to talk about these three because um, what these three want i want to talk about their motivation what they want what they need and what direction these three can send the bad batch um you know, where these three can take the team um in uh to season two where they can go where they plan to go or where we think is going to happen to the team right based on these three characters so let's start with hunter so hunter clearly is the leader of the group all right um and all the alpha man all of the members are in a, a very interesting place because, you know, the war is just about over. Well, the war is over. Um, Order 66 has taken place and Hunter has no clue what Order 66 is. He's not impacted. Hunter's like, what in the world is happening? Yeah, he's not impacted because of his inhibitor chip. Uh, these are given to all the clones to execute Order 66. This ship went bye-bye a yeah. long time ago. Right. So on the Emperor's command, once he says execute Order 66. They were not affected. Right. They And that what that meant was that they turned themselves uh, against the Jedi and took them out. Yes. Unfortunately. There were, there were a few that did uh, manage to escape. But yeah, so Hunter is in a place where this is happening. He has no idea what's going on. We'll talk a little bit more about Order 66 when we talk about Crosshair, but the team returns to Kamino. Um, they don't know this, but uh, the head of the Galactic Empire outside of uh, uh, Emperor Palpatine is Grand Moff Tarkin. Now, Tarkin 
does not like the clones. He he's has, got him off at the time, though. Yeah, or he's, a grandma if he's a governor. You're right. Governor Tarkin. Um, he does governor Tarkin. He does not like the clones. He wants nothing to do with them. Now, the Bash doesn't know this. However, they have a reputation, all right, for doing Quite things. The, the team has a reputation doing things. Um, you know, they they don't really plan ahead. You know, they're very spontaneous. Um, uh, and they're, they're unorthodox was the term that they were used when they uh, resolve problems that they face in the war. So they were put to the test, um, which they passed with flying colors. Mm-hmm. One of the, well, the first assignment that Tarkin gives them is to go to Onderon, right? And take out these insurgents. Now, and they're like, uh, no thanks. We'll pass on that one. Right. Well, Hunter has no idea who these insurgents are. He was on the impression they might have been battle droids from the uh, from the separatist army. Um, and but when it he turned- found out, when he found out that they were actual people, he was like, no thanks. We'll pass on this one. Right. So he did not follow orders. Okay. All right. Good uh, and, don't follow order. And went. And when uh, Tarkin found out about it. He uh, accused them all of treason, and he put them in a prison. Um, treason. In, yes, treason, right. Imagine uh, that. Right. Imagine you getting charged for treason for not shooting people. Well, for not following orders, you know. So um, that's what the you know the military is about, following orders. But they had a good reason, obviously, to not uh, take out those people because there were innocent people. There were women and children there. Saw Guerrero, you know, was a part of the, these insurgents. Um, and he's not gonna shoot the place up, are you? Right. He's gonna he explained to them what's going on. And Hunter says, you know what, I'm out. You know, you people have done nothing to me. We're tapping out here. Right, exactly. We're tapping out. Okay, so that's one side of Hunter. So what so they so get so you get imprisoned. Um, now they have to escape. And once they escape, they are now on the run. The Empire wanted by yes, they are wanted men now. Right. So they have to. Um, they're on their own now and they have to survive. Okay. Put a pin in that. And then we'll talk about the other side of Hunter. Hunter meets a little girl clone Omega. Na- named Omega. Omega. Right? Yes. Who knows them very well. Um, she really uh, adores the Bad Batch and she wants to hang out with them. And she gets caught up in, ha- you know, things that are happening with them. Uh, yeah, Hunter. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, boom, bam, bam. And Omega's like, I'm just gonna slip away. Right. And then Omega also realizes that she's in danger as well because she's a clone, you know, just like all the others. And um, we don't know what's gonna be her fate. So, what Hunter decides to do is he wants to save this little girl. So, he and the other members of the batch take Omega, they get into their ship, the Marauder, and they take off for their next yes. adventure to figure out what to do next. Cue right? Star Wars title music. Right. All right, so let's stop and say hello. All right, Alex. Hello, Alex. How are you? Alex. Hello. Hope you're having a good evening slash afternoon, too. Depends on what time zone you're in. Yes, exactly. Yeah, good evening to you, too. Good afternoon. All right, yeah. So let's, um, you know, finishing good up. Soldier. Good soldiers follow orders. Lol, that's the quote I remember when I hear Kerwin talking about the orders for the but bad bad. That's exactly it. Good soldiers follow orders. Yes, we will definitely talk Yes, about but sometimes that. good soldiers don't follow orders. <coughs> Hunter, <coughs> Wrecker, <coughs> Tech, <coughs> Echo, <coughs> Omega. Well, they make their, well, they, they think about what they're going to do before they, they do make it, right? Their not, own rules. It's not just about. But they're good soldiers. Yeah, well, 
they think about their actions before they do it. So that's at least they don't just go doing whatever the Empire tells them to just, you know, randomly shooting people. Good point. Now, Hunter, again, has this little girl. He's taken on the role of a father figure. So it seemed to make sense that the first stop he decides to go to is Salukamai. All right. And he's another father figure. (laughs) Exactly right. So cut Laquain. All right. So we could okay. Well, Cut Laquain is, uh, he was a part of the clone. The irony. That's right. He was a part of the clone army. Uh, he deserted and he decided that he just wanted to not a be family. a part of this war and have a family, just settle down with uh, his wife and children. Um, so Hunter That's and the teens. team goes to visit him. Um, and Hunter sees how well Cut is as um, a father, fig- you know, a father raising his children. And he feels that that's where. Omega needs to be with a family. Uh, but Omega says no. <laughs> Omega's like, yeah. nah, I'm not staying with this man I just met. Right. I'm staying with you. Yeah, so he he tries to convince Omega to stay with the LaQueen family. And Even Omega's bought her an extra it. ticket or something so she could get away. Yeah. And she's like, no, thank you. Yeah, yeah. So she wants to be with Hunter. So then what does this lead us to do? Um, Hunter has to figure out, okay, how do I make a living? All right. How do we make a living? You know, so we're not under the uh, the, the Republic anymore. They're not taking care of us. Uh, we don't have a place to stay. So what are we going to do? So he decides to work for this uh, Trandoshan named Sid. She was apparently a Jedi informant, mm-hmm. but she's a Jedi informant. Why are they her errand boys? Right. And what she does, she sends them on assignments. You know, she just do she some. Sends them on, she sends them on whatever she fancies. She's just like. You know, you do this, you do this, you do this, go. Mm-hmm. And like, Sid doesn't even send them on any meaningful missions. She just sends them to basically go fetch milk or something. But they go fetch milk at the Galactic Depot where the Empire stays. Well, I mean, it's they're very. They're, well, each mission puts them in a precarious situation there you go. where they're constantly in danger. And Sid pays them 30% of whatever they get, which is hardly enough. Mm-hmm. She's already wealthy and rich and owns the tavern. Like, what? Why are you squeezing these people? Why yeah. aren't you giving them the cut they deserve? 50 50. I'd even take 40 60 or something, but 50 50 seems fair. Yeah. Well, she's very unfair and she Green. takes most of the profits for herself. And they're the ones. She has to pay them something. Otherwise, it's not really a job. It's just a con. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and they're and the not ones, a Comic Con. They're the ones that are putting their lives in danger every single time every single mission you know um and if they don't complete the mission obviously they don't get paid so that's that's how it works with with sid all right so that's hunter let's talk about crosshair mm-hmm. okay oh let me start with start talking about crosshair so crosshair, crosshair uh again is uh, a member of the bad batch his chip seems uh, seems to, to have activated and all right i got a question sure why of all people did Crosshair's chip activate? That's a like, good question. They're all, they all the mutations that I noticed that Crosshair's mutation is the least severe because, you know, Hunter can smell things, records got striped and it's twice the size of a normal clone. Tex got awesome brains. You know, Echo wasn't really, a, he wasn't a mutant, but mm-hmm. after he was, after he was captured by Skako Minor, he got, a, he got dripped out in technology and an astromech arm but crosshair he he's a sniper he just pitted a 
crosshair of his eye or something. So I did notice that his mutation seems to be the least severe. However, that still doesn't explain why his chip activated. Mm -hmm. Well, if we talk about storytelling, as far as storytelling goes, Crosshair to me seems a foil for Hunter, right? Because they're, they have two different personalities. Um, one is about good soldiers following orders. The other is about doing the right thing. Yeah. Right. One's like, we got to follow orders. And one's saying we have to do what's right. Yes. It's like a moral combat. Yes. And as far as storytelling goes, that seems to make sense that if we're going to have any of the members of the Bad Batch have their chip uh, activate would be Crosshair because he's like the anti-hero or, you know, I, I guess you anti anti-hunter right so, so <laughs> anti-hunter well yeah as far as the personalities now if, if you think about it so his his inhibitor chip activates um and he wants to follow order 66 because i think that aligned with his beliefs the most and not any other member but it still doesn't really like i'm looking for logic here logic okay i'm looking for the logic of how on a scientific molecular cabinet level is his chip activated? Like, All right, well, that's a good question. We could put out there uh, for ever, anyone who's listening. So um, if you listeners have anything, if you have any Q&A, let us know. Just type Q plus before your question, if it is a question, so it gets funneled into our question feed. You know, let us know if you have anything else. Right. And tell us your theories about why Crosser's chip activated okay. and not anyone else is on the team. Okay. Record. All right. Well, that's very good. Okay. So they're going after this order 66 is implemented. They're going after this young Padawan named Caleb Doom. Um, <coughs> Caden Jarrus, actually. That's right. Who that's becomes... the name he goes under in Rebels. Yes, exactly. So he's a little boy, 14 years old, I think he was, a uh, you know, young boy. Uh, I think so. His master is taken down, Depa Balaba. So he is Sadly. on the run. Crosshair is going after the boy. Hunter's going after the boy, and what Hunter wants to do is just talk to the little kid and say, well, hey, you know, everything's okay. But what Crosshair wants to do is take this boy out because he's, he's like, following orders, right? Wait, Hunter's like, come on, it's safe. Crosshair, all right, let's get him. Right. So turns out that Hunter let the boy go, and he took off. And like you said, many years later, he'll change his name to Kanan Jarrus, yep. and his story is told in, in uh, Star Wars Rebels. Mm -hmm. All right. All these animated shows tie into each other. Yeah, they do. That's good, which I like. I, I like that connection. Now, when Crosshair got back, when they got back to Camino, Crosshair would not let go of Hunter. He, he would not, he was relentless. He kept going after like Hunter. Like, why did you wail it on Hunter yeah, for letting Caleb yeah. go? Wail it on him. Right, right. So here's the reason why I'm bringing up Crosshair. So Hunter clearly is the leader of the Bad Batch, right? And, you know, this team, you know, five, the squad has to have one leader, all right? And this leader gives orders that the squad follows. Yep. Now, you may have members of your team who may not agree with every decision that you make. But Crosshair doesn't really agree with any of them, right? so to speak. Which is a problem, right? Because, uh, again, you can disagree, but you still have to follow orders. But when you get to a point where you're actually going back to your leader or boss and challenging them, Right in front of all the other team members. Like he didn't yeah. even he didn't even have the thought to pull Crosshair to the side and say, 
not crosshair hunter to the side and say hey hunter why'd you let him go like i don't agree with that decision that would have been nice but he's just like wailing on hunter in front of the entire team yeah exactly so questioning their leader mm -hmm. yeah yeah so what that leads to is you know when you have that kind of friction or conflict within a team well that means okay somebody's got to leave right something's got to give something's got to give and that's what happened crosshair leaves the batch and he joins the empire crosshair is like you know what i've had it to hear with you people so you know he left he did he did he went bye-bye yeah he did leave which is very interesting because we know maybe he doesn't know the Empire doesn't like clones, so why would you go back and work for the enemy? You know, yeah, but you know <laughs> a, the Imperials but, are the ones who phase out clones later yeah. on. So I don't know why you want to work for the very people who are trying to get rid of you. Right, right, yeah. But we'll see. Right. So here's a question that I have. You know, we're trying to figure out. So we know that uh, in an episode, Crosshair admits to the team that he had his chip removed a, a long, long time, time ago. ago. Now we dun, have dun, dun, what? And we have no idea when exactly the chip was removed. So our question to you is, when do you think Crosshair had his chip removed? All right. I, I'll make this real quick. Mm -hmm. I think it was, remember that episode on Bronca mm -hmm. when, uh, when Crosshair started trying, when he started trying to tell his men to fire up those jets with the batch inside? Yes. And then it kind of backfired and he got those scars. He got I think burns, that's, yeah. Right, I think yeah. that's when he had his chip removed. I think so too. Yeah. I, I think that's it's probably most likely. What, yeah. And and I when we reviewed that episode when he talked about his chip being removed, the other question I had to, uh, as well was why, how, who did he on the empire? Who did he convince on the empire to remove the chip? Because I'm thinking, all right, well, you know, the chip is there for a reason. Although Order sixty six is I mean, now, I guess it must have malfunctioned or something. Yeah, once those burns happened. But I wonder why they didn't just replace it with another chip. Maybe it just didn't matter because Order sixty six is over. There's no need for the chip, so they just removed it and got yeah. rid of it. Maybe that right. could be it. Q and A. Right, Q and A. Alex, good question about why Crosshair's chip worked and the others didn't. I guess it's because of his personality and how he's more conformist and less able to resist it. I'm not sure. Yeah, that's that a, does make sense. Yeah, yeah, as far as Crosshair being compliant with you know the whole good soldiers follow orders because I feel like he was the most likely to desert, and we saw that. Yes. Even with the little we knew about him for the Clone Wars arc, you could just tell where it was going. Mm -hmm. All right, Alex Q plus. Mm -hmm. What do you think Crosshair's arc will be this season? I think. I think he's trying. I think he's trying to see the good side of the empire, but he's kind of had it. Like, I feel like after all the empire has done for him, and how at the end of the season, Crosshair just sat there, you know, looking at his watch, checking the time every couple of minutes because he was still there. Mm -hmm. Like the batch even offered to take him back in after all he done, after all the threats he caused to them, the batch decided, you know. Let's take him back in and try to bring him back in. And Crosshair just left. And I think he might regret that in season two. Maybe maybe we'll see him join the match again. Yeah, you know, I I, I don't think he realizes. How know, much trouble he's in. Well, not trouble. Um, I don't, Well, he is in trouble. We were talking about Crosshair, right? Yeah, because, I mean, he's going to get phased out at some point. He knows people don't like clothes. He knows the Imperials aren't that fond of clothes and that they're phasing them out with Stormtroopers. So he's basically he's basically signing up to get phased out. 
Well, it's an interesting question because Crosshair would know that. I think he already knows that. I think, yeah, he, I think knows. he definitely knows that yeah. the stormtroopers are going. But he's like, well, I've been in their good graces for a while, so I'm still going to work for them. Because, mm-hmm. you know, Crosshair has been stuck out there for a while. I mean, I'm assuming he rejoins the Empire, but don't you think that's going to be a question? Because, like, if you've been stranded out there for so long, why are you going back to the very people who kind of left you? Yeah. Now, you're referring to at the end of the uh, the last at the episode. End of, at the finale where, episode. Right. At the finale, he's waiting for someone from the Empire he's to pick him up. He's waiting for that Imperial Uber to come. Right. <laughs> we talked about him waiting for an Uber to pick him up. Yeah, he decided that he didn't want to go with the Batch. So they took off in their ship, and he just waited for the Empire to pick him up. But um, uh, let me Camino just... Camino Lost was the name of the episode? Yes, yes. That, that was it. Um, um, so let me let's, let's just finish up your question, Alex. Um, I, I don't remember the exact quote that Crosshair mentioned, but he is fully aware that um, the clones are going to be replaced at some point because he's actually, he was put in charge of a... Uh, uh, an army of human beings, right? And shot one of his own men. Right, that's true. Okay, thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> he was like, but "Yes, you're questioning but, me." But I, I think that's what, what Hunter should have done. But Crosshair what started Cross, questioning it. What Crosshair is thinking is that, okay, well, yeah, they're going to get rid of all the clones except for him. So I think it's just a matter of pride that he yeah. thinks that. I okay, think he's well, saying, I think he's thinking to himself. You know, I've been in their good graces for yeah. a while. So maybe if I hold on a little longer, they'll keep me there. But that's yeah, that's I, definitely not going to happen. Yeah, I think he feels that he's above the other clones and that whatever happens to them is not going to happen to him. Um, yeah, so. You know how he treats himself like he's an alpha. Well, that's he's true. Not. Yeah. You, right. you know Crosshair? He just, he kind of, he's kind of not pompous. Mm-hmm. He kind of is like yeah, he's arrogant. He, he's he's very, very arrogant. arrogant. Yep. He thinks of himself higher than others. Yes, he's like holier than thou. Basically, mm-hmm. he thinks as long as you follow orders, you know, you got nothing to worry about. You know, yeah, that's 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 fine. You know, that's about right. Um, but that's a very good question, Alex. Thank you for that. Now, all right, now let's talk about Echo. Now, Echo is a to me is probably the most underrated Bad Batch character. Yeah. I don't really hear a lot of people talk about Echo. Um, he's good. Yeah, but and it's because maybe he's not given a lot of the dialogue. He's not given a lot of the lines. But it's not about how much he's, you know, how much he says, but what he says when he is talking. Like he, you know, he may not be saying much, but when he does talk, he's saying something. Does that make sense? You know what I think though? Yeah. I think they just didn't give him too many lines and dialogue because he's already his character's already been explored in the past five seasons of the clone wars and then in the seventh as well well that's a good point do you mind explaining um who echo is um you know for people no. who may not know you don't no, mind do okay you don't mind no Thank i you. i don't mind so originally echo was a clone trooper for the 501st in the clone wars but somewhere in the middle of season five or season i think of a season five he ends up not making it out of the mission and everyone thinks he's dead but luckily, he's alive, but certainly not well. Yeah. He's been held at Skako Minor by the Techno Union, and they've been cyborging him. Mm-hmm. So eventually, Wrecker and the Bad Batch manage to break him out, and he decides to join them to repay them. Yeah. 
So he was he was previously in the other seasons, and I think that might be why we haven't seen uh, we haven't seen as much of his character getting the dialogue that the other six do. Yeah, so five do. Thank you for that. Thank you for for uh, uh, bringing up that story, that backstory. Now Echo is a rake. All right, so he's just like all the he's other clones. He's not considered a quote unquote defective clone like the Clone Force ninety nine until. He became a prisoner of war, and then his body parts were replaced by cybernetic parts, right? And not really. They just added stuff, except his arm, you know. Well, right, yes. Now exactly. he's part astrum, actually. Right, right. People, 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 people. And, once, and you're right. The Batch did save Echo. And I think Echo felt that, you know, he's he looking at he's Well, that too. And he's looking at himself, and he's thinking, you know what? I'm, I'm, you know, I was a prisoner of war. I'm not myself. I'm not who I was when I started. I don't think I can, you know, I may not be any use to the, the, to the clone army because I lost my arm. Um, you know, I've, you know, been compromised, you know, I may not get the trust of my fellow clone troopers. They may not trust me. They might not think, uh, I may know too much about, you know, their their tactics. So I think he wanted to just avoid all that. He just didn't feel like he fit in with the the regular clones anymore. And that's why he decided to join the Bad Batch. I can see that. Too. Yeah, yeah. And which was fine, you know, and, you know, so that's um, that's why he's there. Now, um, now it's after Order 66, right? So all this yeah, took place Order before 66, Order 66. Now, so Order 66 has changed quite a lot, all right? Again, um, he was not impacted with the inhibitor chip, you know, probably because it was just not functioning because of uh, what he went through when he was a prisoner of war. Um, that might be he, why his chip didn't function. Right. But he was also not expecting that, you know, he'd be working, you know, paycheck to paycheck for this uh, Sid person, yeah. send him on these dangerous missions for no particular reason. And then just taking the money and, and pocketing most of the profits and giving them right, scraps. Right, exactly. So she's like a thousand credits. Right. 300. Here you go. So there was an episode where Rex returned. All right. We know about Rex. Rex is a my man. Yeah, Rex, Rex is, is he's, a, he's a hero of Star Wars. I, I remember we did a, a character study on Rex. Yes. Yeah. So if you ever wanted to know more about Rex, that is also on our YouTube channel. You can also take a look at our audio platforms. Um, I think it was why we love Captain Rex. So please check that out if you want to learn more about Captain Rex. That man is awesome. Yeah, so he shows up. And we expected Rex, him to. So Rex, if you know about the fate Rex. of Captain Rex, you know, people, well, the Empire at least, thinks he's he didn't survive Order 66. So he's really laying low. But he does appear at in Sid's place. Um and he explains to the boys, the, the, the batch, that he's working on the cover. Um, he's the boy. He, he's on. He's on uh, certain missions. Um, and I think something that perked in Echo's mind, like, okay, well, wonder what type of mission that is, because you know it's probably better than what I'm doing now. So there was a conversation right after uh, they met Rex. There's a conversation where uh, Echo and the batch are on another mission. And um, the topic of Rex came up between Hunter and Echo. And I have the quote here. And Echo said, well, if we left with Rex, we wouldn't have to. Oh, it's, it's about Sid. So Sid, 
for some reason thinks that the the bad batch now owes her money right okay which is just an excuse for her she doesn't pay them anything anyway exactly right so you know hunter is you know complaining that you know we well he's not complaining but he's saying to to echo well we got to work because we owe sid money what echo says is if we left with rex we wouldn't have to owe sid at all hunter says well he's on a different path echo we're soldiers what other path is there so he thinks he yeah. should be doing more to be Sid's errand boys. Exactly. And you see in the season two trailer, Echo says to Hunter, we should be doing more. So mm-hmm. possibly tensions with Flair in season two. Exactly. So, right. So, again, you know, what direction is the team going to go? Because you can't, again, have this conflict in the same team that Hunter wants to take the team and work for Sid. And Echo wants to take the team and work for Rex. All right. So that's something that's going to have to be resolved in season two. All right. Q&A. Go ahead, Keith. What do you got? Let's see what we got. All right. And then after Q&A, we're actually going to talk about um, some of our supporting characters, uh, some cameo appearances. Uh, Let us know who, you know, if you've seen the series, you know, who were, who are you? Surprised to see who did you enjoy seeing, um, but there are a lot of uh, yeah, but there were a lot of people uh, that showed up in in this season. So let's talk about that right after Q and A. So Alex, yes, yeah, his cross or hubris will be his downfall in my view. Yes, it could be his downfall. Right, exactly. And yeah, I feel like the Empire is gonna get rid of that man. Yeah. Um, and I do see another question. If you could bring okay, yeah, Bing, Bing Bong. Oh, the dog. <laughs> yes. What was your favorite part of season one? What are you hoping for it for the next season? All right. Yeah, that's we're right there. So let's talk about that. You want to go first about your favorite part of season one? Favorite part of season one. I never really thought of it. Yeah. Well, you want to think about it. Rex. Seeing Rex. Seeing Rex. Excellent. I excellent. I think that'd be my favorite part. Well, and that's very interesting because Rex was there, yes, to to let the the batch know that he's working on an assignment, but he was also there because he realized that they still had their chips. Yeah, and he's like, chips. "You people better get your chips out." Right. Yes, they're a ticking time bomb. You have to get them out. So he explained to them how to get it out. So as far as uh, my favorite part, uh, nothing beats fall of Topoka City. Um, that yep. was just amazingly. There it is. Yes, that's it. That is the one. <laughs> Sorry, I can't see. <laughs> there you go. All right. That was, yeah, it, it was stunning to see. It was heartbreaking. We knew that it had to happen, and it did. And just seeing Poker those city had to go. Star Destroyers lighten up the city, and the city is in flames. Rampart, ramparted yeah. that yeah. place. And then you heard the voice of Tarkin, you know, you may fire when ready. Like and his classic line. A classic line, and that's exactly what happened. Um, so that's they my fired favorite. when they were ready. So what and, are we? Uh, Topoka City was not ready. Yeah, and Topoka is gone. All right, and, but you know they made sure to take everything that they needed, all the intelligence, all the materials that they need to build clones. They took all that is now under the property. Destroyed. Right. That is that is a power move. Yes, that is no you know take long- what you want and ravage the place. Yes. No longer the property of the Kaminoans at all belongs Rampart to the Empire. Rampage, that area. Yeah, there you go. All right. Uh, as far as what we're looking for is forward to season two, I want to see what direction the batch goes. Because I'll tell you, I you know, I 
I just feel bad that every time I I see Sid appear and I go, oh no, another mission, you know, like, and I know that the batch can do more, you know, they, they, they're not there to work for Sid. So I'm hoping that they'll decide to do other things, you know, something more important, maybe to the yeah. rebellion, the, so form, like, maybe, the formation maybe of the let's rebellion. Maybe just have these people work for the rebellion now. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I want to see. I'm really bored of them just running missions for Sid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Like at this point, we've seen enough of it. That was that was a big chunk of season one. Mm-hmm. That was like twelve episodes of season one. I'd like to see something else for the batch in season two. Yes, like something unrelated to working for Sid. I agree with you. Yeah, I think their days with Sid are over. Yep, you know, their they, days they with need... Sid were numbered, yeah, and they... now they've run out. Yeah, they need to do something else. All right, so let's talk about uh, some appearances that we saw um, this past season. So I know, do you have a favorite appearance or a favorite guest star that showed up in in the Rex season one? Rex, besides okay, anybody else besides Rex? Rex. All right, so let's let's run it down. So we have Fennec Shan show up. Yeah. Right. That was Cad cool. Bane. Right, Cad Bane, and actually they were both working. Well, they're. They're, they're both tracking down Omega. They, they had the same mission, the but they're working for two different people. And that's uh episode where they're uh you know fighting each other on that facility. I like that hand-to-hand combat was just they amazing. Had the yeah, and that was just amazing. Just the two of them just going at it, you know, like they're at the top of their game, you know, these two bounty hunters, and neither one of them got <laughs> they, neither they, one of both, them got their two they, bounty hunters, they, they, and they spent their entire time fighting and lost the bounty. Yeah, they both exactly, the irony yeah, of it. Exactly. Then there was Trace and Rafa. Did I get their names right? Yes. Yes. All right. So they're also from, from the Clone Wars. Wars. They were there. Uh, Harrison Dula. How about that? Seeing a young Hera. Yes, that their was father cool. Champ. Yes, right. <laughs> yes, on on the planet Ryloth. Uh, Admiral Rampart, you know, he's a new character. He's a very yes, mean he's character. He's very awesome character. He's, he's a, he's a, he seems like a good villain. He's an absolutely great. He, 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 he reminds has, me of Vader without the force powers. Yes, he has the spirit of the Empire. So he, he's like the ideal evil. Imperial. Right. So let us know. So who are your favorite characters that popped up in the first season of The Bad Batch? And also talk about who you would like to see in season two. Tell us about that. All right. Okay. So is there anything else we want to talk about regarding season one? Nope. Okay. All right. So then, all right. So while we're waiting for Q&A. Uh, I don't think we have any. Okay. Well, let's talk about uh, next week. So we're going to, um, we are not going to have a live stream next Wednesday because we're going to be celebrating this little guy's here birthday next Wednesday. So what? next Wednesday is the 21st, right? I thought we're still not? doing the stream. No, we're not doing the stream. No, we're not. No, we're not doing. I don't know. Okay, we'll go back. I, I maybe I, I missed something. I thought we were going to move it to a Thursday, um, but that's fine. All right. So we'll. So next week we will have a live stream. It'll be either on Wednesday or it'll be on Thursday. Uh, yeah, we'll work problem. out our schedule. We'll work Sorry out, to yes. blow this on you guys. <laughs> this is fine. We are live. Um, yes. So hot we, mic. Yeah. So we're just we're looking forward to. Uh, there's going to be uh, some live episodes uh, for the next few weeks until the end of December. There will also be some recorded episodes, right? So we're going to be working on that. So you'll still see us around between now and the end of the year. So we're not going away, okay? Um, so if there are no final Q&A... By the way, guys, we mm-hmm. also will not be live tomorrow because 
I'm not at a concert. That's right. That's right. There's no live stream. I'm going to play my flute. Yeah. So, yes, Keith is in a concert, right? He's playing the flute, a holiday concert. So we will be attending that. We're looking forward to that. Uh, yes. Yeah, so we will be back next week. Okay. Um, so we have some um, good ideas. All right. We're and putting together for you. Before we do that, mm -hmm. what would you guys like to see us cover during our live streams in 2023? Ooh, Let us know in the comments because yeah. we're taking ideas right now. Maybe like some that. more in conversations, some character reviews, some more story times with Maceos. So, you know, let us know what comments you have, uh -huh. and we'll be posting a community poll later. Yeah, okay. That's a good idea. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you something. Honestly, I know I've fallen behind on the books. You know, I haven't been reading the Star Wars books like I want to. Um, so that might be something we may do some more book reviews. That that's something that um, you know people will want to see or listen to. So I'll post the community poll. For you. Yeah, yeah. So we'll put that together. All right then. So Keith, where can people find us? Well, you already know where to find us if you listen to us. Mm -hmm. But we're also on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram for socials. Our website is fatherslikegalaxy.com. You can check out our Patreon page and please donate. Our, our merch store is policygalaxy.myspreadshop.com. So if you're looking for gifts for your loved ones for the holidays, check that out and visit our speaker page as well. Very good. All right. That's exciting. All right. So once again, we will be back next week. We won't be here tomorrow. Uh, we'll let you know whether it's Wednesday or Thursday for the next live stream. But Or we, both. We, <laughs> we can't I'm wait. ambitious. Yes, you are. You're ambitious, but I uh, I, I can't wait. Um, I did see a comment here for Alice. We did ask the question of who um, people are looking forward to see. Um, so Alex wrote. All right. Um, Captain Rex. What? I'm most looking forward to seeing Captain Rex. Mm -hmm. Excited to see who else, else will show, show up. up. Yeah. Still need to watch more of the clones, Clone Wars. And rebels, I hope. Hey, take your time, Alex. You know, you know, it's it's a lot of episodes. You know, so you know, I hope to watch more before season two premieres. Okay, all right. Yeah, you only got a couple of weeks, Alex. So, uh, so yeah, good point. So now season two does uh, begin in January. Mm -hmm. All right, so it's right around the corner. But uh, that is it, everyone. So thank you so it's about much. Three weeks, actually. Yeah, three weeks. Yeah. Alex, thank you. I like the episode reviews and story time with Maceo. Thank you. I also like Keith's idea of character reviews. For both Star Wars and Marvel. Okay. That will right. be on our poll. We'll put that on our list. All right. We can't wait for that. All right. All right. So thank you, everyone, once again, for tuning into this episode. And, um, you know, of course, if you have any questions or comments afterwards, we ask if you could leave your comments, leave a review on your uh, favorite platforms, Apple uh, Podcasts in particular. Um, but it's exciting you know we'll we'll be here next week all right we're so we're quite excited we're quite excited we can't wait to talk to you okay all right so leave your comments until next time take care and we, and we will, will see, see you again, again.